Welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy, episode 101. At the time of this recording, Bitcoins are trading at $11,289 each. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Now that's gravy. Welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy, and thanks for joining me as I podcast from Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin blockchain epicenter of the South. I'm your host, John Barrett, here each week with my trusty dog, Maxwell, right by my side. Say hello, Maxwell. (laughs) We're two crypto fanatics who love talking about Bitcoin and blockchain and everything crypto and sharing what we learn with you, the listener. Long-time listeners, thank you very much for joining us. New listeners, welcome to the show. We hope you enjoy it. On today's show, I introduce to the world the very first crypto board game. That's right, the Bitcoin board game is here. Well, almost anyway. Joining me in the Treehouse studio in this episode of Bitcoins and Gravy is Scooter the lead developer of the Bitcoin board game, and joining Scooter is Sam, a local tech guy who has all but mastered this new game. Join us as we learn together about the continuing development of the Bitcoin board game and stick around for some live action in the second half of the show. And before we begin today's show, a very special announcement here regarding sponsorship. Do you need more exposure in the crypto space? Are you past the bootstrapping phase with your project and ready to let the world know how to find you? Or are you well established but still want to let more people know about what you have to offer? Well, if you have a product or service that fits with this show, you can now reach out to us for sponsorship opportunities. What does that mean? It means that right here on this show, with 10,000 listeners tuning in each week, I will tell the world about what you're doing by way of a 30-second or a 60-second spot. Want to learn more about how BTC Media sponsorships work? Then Dave's the man you want to talk to. He's a nice guy and he's easy to reach. Just go to Dave at btcmedia.org. That's Dave, D-A-V-E, at btcmedia.org. All right, listeners, it is a beautiful spring evening. Even though it's not the spring, it feels like it is. Here near the end of February in Nashville, Tennessee, It's a beautiful evening. Got the doors open, got the windows open. Max is here, and a couple of guys have stopped by from our local Bitcoin meetup. I know these guys from the Bit Lunch and also from our Tuesday night Bitcoins and Beer. They're here with us to play the Bitcoin board game. Let me introduce you to Sam and Scooter. How's it going, fellas? Hey, man. Hey, yeah, yeah. Great to have you guys here. So, Scooter is the inventor of it, and Sam is one of the first people to play the game. I've played the game. It's a fantastic game. Scooter has this game in development right now. So the more people that can play it, give him feedback, uh, the better. He has put his heart and soul into this thing because right now, when you look at this game, it's already pretty far along. I mean, you could actually print this thing and put this thing into production just like it is, and it would be fantastic. The cards, I asked him the other night at the Bitcoins and Beer meetup, I said, these cards, all these questions on here, all of these statements on here, he'll explain more about it. I said, how long did it take you to do this? He said, a long time. So the other good thing about it is that what's written on these cards, and when you play the game and you look at the board and look at all the things around the board, 
you understand that this guy understands Bitcoin. So that's a really cool thing about the game. It wasn't created by someone in the back room in Milton Bradley. Hey, Dave, put together a Bitcoin game for us. It would be horrible. But this is great because Scooter understands Bitcoin. So let's start, first of all, with Scooter. Scooter, what is your background? Give us a little bit of a background about you and what you do and what you've done. So I've been an entrepreneur all my life. I mean, ever since I got out of college, I've been thinking about ideas and pursuing ideas. I've probably either founded, bought, or sold almost a dozen companies since I've been out of school. But most recently, it was probably back in 2000 and late 2013, a buddy of mine told me about Bitcoin, but I did nothing about it. I just, I, you know, he told me about it and he said he was going to start mining it. He mined it a little bit. He's got a good horror story, just like a couple people do. <laughs> but I stayed away from it. But then I got involved in a business where I would be at uh, investor conferences and there was a guy on a panel who was a Bitcoin guy and he had a Bitcoin fund. And he said, anybody who wants any Bitcoin, come up and see me after the panel and I'll give you $5 in Bitcoin. I'm like, all right. This was late 2015. I took him up on the five bucks and mid late 2017 or something it was like 250 bucks five bucks to two i mean it was ridiculous you know that's crazy but back in march of 2016 i decided to take a significant plunge nice. and i went i went really pretty significantly into bitcoin with some money that i had out of retirement oh nice so what'd your wife think of that at the time she was good until it started going up dramatically and every time i would tell her it would go up i would sing the song what go who's up but just to screw with her and she got tired of that so eventually i did have to get rid of some of it because there was just too much exposure but oh, no. bit i mean bitcoin's been great to me i nice. mean it has changed my life honestly so i wanted to do something to finish the story the business i was in the founder abruptly shut the business down it's a whole mess so i'm out of a job in september of 2017 and i'm like well, what do i do now and so I just got to thinking about what I was going to do next. And I just started thinking about, I don't know how it came about, but I started thinking about doing this game. And nice. so I started partly motivated by what's my next entrepreneurial effort? How am I going to create an income and all that other stuff? But mostly it was about, this would be a cool way to be like sort of a tribute to Bitcoin. Yes. Like what can I do to give back to Bitcoin in some way where I could say, I am not the guy that is the hardcore developer. I don't understand the hashing. I, I'm not Sam, in other words. Sam has got all of the expertise in the really hardcore development side of Bitcoin. I'm not that guy. I was an investor, and I love the I love Bitcoin. I'm I'm totally beyond it. It's changed my life. This game is a party game. It's designed <laughs> to do it with not a lot of mental effort, to play with people who know Bitcoin or play with people who don't know Bitcoin, and everybody at the end of it, feels like they had a positive experience and learned something about Bitcoin and comes away saying Bitcoin's pretty damn cool. Nice, but we have to admit, though, playing this game is going to be a lot more fun playing with Bitcoin people than playing with people who have no knowledge of Bitcoin at all. I mean, my 12-year-old daughter, she wants to play this game. Nice. She had no idea about Bitcoin. Nice. My parents, who are in their 70s, they played the game. They enjoyed it. Nice. And I, for me, it's like you grab one of these things. This is If I could create the ideal scenario on who plays it. Yeah. It would be like we played at Bitcoins and Beer. Yes. Remember Jill yeah. and Jeff? Yes. Jeff was a Bitcoin guy. You're a Bitcoin guy. I'm a Bitcoin guy. But Jill had no idea. That's right. She goes, I love board games. Yeah. And then she said, at the end of it, I really liked it. I feel like it's a learning tool also. It was cool. For right? people who don't know anything and yeah. come away with a positive experience, I feel like that's sort of my tribute to this nice. whole ecosystem. I, I'm not going to be the guy that's going to, you know is going to start mining or start being, you know, anything associated with the hardcore development that these studs are doing all over the, I don't even know any of them. Yeah. But maybe this is the way I can do something. Nice. So we're going to play a little bit later, right? Yeah. We'll okay. Do I'm excited, man. And you know, listeners, I just realized something. Scooter looks a little bit like Woody Harrelson from People Cheers. People told me that. <laughs> People have told me that occasionally. And I've got to tell a story where years ago, my brother went to Hanover College and he was friends with Woody Harrelson. And Woody Harrelson came to visit us one time when we lived in Zionsville, Indiana. I'm not proud of that fact that we <laughs> lived there. But he came to visit us, and we partied, me and my brother and Woody Harrelson. We partied. I'm not going to tell you what kind of substances we were partying <laughs> with, because this is a family show. <laughs> but that was my past 
and uh, I was crazy. But anyway, that's all to say that Scooter, the inventor of the Bitcoin board game, looks a little bit like Woody Harrelson. Brings so. back some memories for you, John. <laughs> exactly, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> so let's talk to Sam. Yeah, here you go. Now, Sam has been, when I first met Sam, he didn't have this big beard. But he's got a beard. Now, Sam, listeners, if you want to picture who Sam looks like, kind of a little bit like a lumberjack right now with the beard. So picture a lumberjack here in the studio hanging out with me and Woody Harrelson. So this is pretty awesome. Maybe if Get, a lumberjack sat in front of a computer writing code all day. Yeah. Right. Picture a lumberjack in front of a computer and a guy that looks like Woody Harrelson playing the Bitcoin board game, and that's where we are tonight. And Max is around here somewhere. We don't even know where Max is at this point. He's well, out he's gallivant. He's a Renaissance lumberjack. He's a Renaissance lumberjack, yeah, Sam I is. Nice, nice. Okay, so we're going to hear now from Sam, the Renaissance lumberjack. Sam, tell us, if you would, first of all, how you got into Bitcoin and what you're doing in the space and what you hope to do in the space. Well, before I became a software developer, I... Uh, was really into Austrian economics and kind of, you know, libertarian political theory. And I think I was listening to a Peter Schiff podcast back in 2011 when Bitcoin was about $5. And he actually had a guest on who was promoting Bitcoin. And of course, Peter Schiff uh, then as now was not into Bitcoin. And unfortunately, I, I uh, ended up sort of siding with Peter Schiff at the time and put money into precious metals rather than Bitcoin. We all know what happened after that. So. And I've got to interject because I was also a guy who was listening to Peter Schiff, and I think he inspired me to buy silver. I'm more of a silver bug or was than a gold guy. But, you know, he also used to drive me crazy, and now he drives me completely crazy because he just can't admit, you know, that Bitcoin's this groovy thing that it is. It's like, Peter, come on. But, you know, the reason he can't is because he's selling gold. Yeah. He's a gold peddler, right? Well, but he does, I think, accept Bitcoin for his gold now. He does. Right? Which it is hilarious. For, it has for a while. I mean, yeah. he, he says, you know, hey, we'll, we'll take your money off your hands and give you some, some real real gold and real real money, as he, he right. calls it. But anyway, but, I, I interjected. Go ahead, man. That, that will be one of the, uh, the epic moments in cryptocurrency history when Peter Schiff eventually acquiesces and, and uh, admits that cryptocurrency is here to stay. Yeah, you know, the funny money. thing is when he first was introduced to Bitcoin, it was worth a lot less than an ounce of gold. Well, I could, it was worth $5. Yeah, and now it's just <laughs> soared past gold, and he's still not. But you know Peter's yeah. not stupid, just like Warren Buffett. These guys have a little stash. Yeah. Come they on. Must. Jamie Dimon, too. These guys have a little stash. And they have their little group that they meet up with each other, you know, in, in secret. You know, it's a giant walk-in closet or something. They meet up and they, I don't know what they do. They dress in women's clothing and talk about gold. I have no <laughs> idea what these guys do. Anyway, Sam, go ahead, man. I, sure. I completely digress there. Well, so I became a software developer subsequent to this, this uh, you know, original sort of libertarian sort of Austrian economic stage of life. And, and I think it was around 2013 when Bitcoin... I think it was that first, it was like one of the early bubbles when it went up to 250 and that was when I really started paying attention. And I think John, I think I met you at one of the early Nashville Bitcoin meetups. Yeah. I think way back in the day and I remember yeah. when you wrote the uh, Ode to Satoshi. Ah, uh, what a one song. One of the best song. songs. I, I think it's the best Bitcoin song personally if you ask I me. love that song, man. <laughs> Great song. <laughs> Thank you, man. And you know, so being a software developer and sort of having an interest in sound money, when I really began to look into Bitcoin seriously, a couple of years after first sort of hearing about it, I just went down the rabbit hole in a big way, as many people in Bitcoin do, and have essentially been pretty much obsessed ever since. I've never never lost the interest, even throughout the whole crazy bear market, which was which was difficult. But you were hodling down the end. Were you hodling oh, yeah. or hodling? I was hodling. Okay, you were hodling. Others hodl. Others but, hodl. Uh, you were hodling. Right, right. Yeah, I've been hodling too, or hodling. So that's pretty much up to present, right? What's going on present day with you? What are you thinking about doing, or what are you doing in the Bitcoin sphere these days? Well, funny you ask. Actually, uh, a mutual friend of ours who, in case he doesn't want to be named, I, I won't name him, but another Nashville Bitcoin veteran. We are currently in the process of building a Bitcoin analytics startup. Ah, um, yes. I've taken a bit of a leave of absence from my day job. I'm still contracting with them. And yeah, besides that, maybe, you know, yeah, helping Scooter out with the Bitcoin board game. Nice, nice. So. Cool, man. So the other project that you're working on with the unknown person, is that something you can talk about or is that down the road? We'll uh, you know, I give it about a month okay. and a half and I will... If, you, if you'd have me on the show, yeah. uh, that'd be... I'd yeah, I'd like to have both of you guys that. on the show, yeah. definitely, okay. and talk about that. Well, that's cool. So what do you guys think, man? Do you think we should play a little bit of the game? Or how about, let's hand it back to Scooter, and 
let's look at this game. If you need to turn the light up, we can turn the yeah, light I'm up good. in here. You good? I'm good. Okay, so I'm looking at the board right now. Let's talk a little bit about what we see on the board. First of all, I see, you know, it's going to be a standard size. What is that? The board itself is going to be 15 by 15. 15 by 15. And it's yeah. going to fold up just like it's Milton Bradley up. does. That's right. Put it in the box. Fit in the box. And it's got a giant B on it, which is appropriate. That's for Bitcoin. And the giant B is actually the, what do you call that? Not the track. What do you call that thing? That the, uh, I don't the, even know what that thing uh, is, is called. You, you call I'm the game development guy. I should know Anybody the path know what that's or the called? grid. The, path, the, the grid, the, 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 the spaces that are. The spaces, the uh, path, the, the journey. Gosh, anyway, I should know. Man. We should really I, know I, that, really, I really should this know. This is kind of freaking me out. It's the board. The board, right. You know? It's the board. Monopoly, it's the, the playing board. board. It right. is the playing board. Right. In the Monopoly, you have everything in the square, you know, set up on the outside of the board. This one is in the center of the board, and it's a B, so it's got a great look to it. It's got some good colors. When I started developing the game, I typed in the color palette for Bitcoin, and that's, that's it. That color is the right color for that's Bitcoin. That's the classic So that'll, right. that'll be what that is. Nice. My, this is my prototype colors that my daughter had her markers. That's the closest I got, man. Okay, I love it. And we have start here, then you go. The next one after start is... Buy and sell square. Buy and sell square. It says fiat on it. Yeah, so fiat. there are several fiat squares on the board. Thanks to Sam in one of the test plays we did, he suggested that in the early versions of the game, there was no reason to hold cash. Mm -hmm. You you had to go all in on Bitcoin right away if you wanted to win and then ride it. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it took away a little bit of the gameplay mm -hmm. because people fell behind quickly if they just held on to all their cash. But So what we yes. did was we created a situation where there is an element of having some dry powder. You know, if, you, if mm -hmm. you've got some cash on hand, you can deal with situations that come up in this game like unexpected personal expenses where you're down some fiat and that's what that refers to. Fiat also means to this game is that you can play this game in seven currencies. Nice. So it can be played in the U.S. dollar, the Canadian dollar, the Australian dollar. It can be played in the euro, the pound, the Swiss franc, all in the same numbers that you play in the U.S. Because the exchange rates are close enough. I see. Nice, And then nice. it's a 1 to 100 conversion on the yen. But oh, those okay. are the seven currencies. Nice, man. So anyway, I did it fiat, so I would not go too hardcore into the U.S. dollar side of it. I tried to keep it as general as possible. So that's okay. what the fiat, long-winded, that's what the fiat says. No, that's good. Okay, so let's look at the board here. The next one after fiat is HODL. Yeah, so that HODL is saving for a Lambo. That's an upgrade <laughs> to my, the upgraded version that's going to go to print will say saving for a Lambo as a reference to people. Right. Which is very important to Bitcoiners. To some Bitcoiners, right? Yeah, yeah. And then donate is... Part of the Bitcoin world, yeah. obviously. So yeah. you know that's you land on that space, you're going to be donating some Bitcoin to a fellow player. Okay, you're forced to. Forced to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. News is an unexpected news card. That a lot of this game is driven by the news cards, as you remember yeah. from playing it. Yeah. So there's 60 news cards. 65% of the news cards are up, and 35% mm -hmm. are down. Mm -hmm. So as you go around and everybody takes their turn, you eventually get to the reporter who's going to eventually read a news card. Mm -hmm. But before that, everybody has the opportunity, depending on what space they're on, and you can either be on a buy space, a sell space, or a hodl space. Mm -hmm. Hodl space, whatever. <laughs> but if you're on one of those spaces, there's an hourglass, and you got a minute to buy or sell or hodl your Bitcoin. Nice. So you got to do that. And mm -hmm. once you do that, then the news card is read. And if you know enough about the game... You'll know that you got a 65% chance to be up, but if you had a couple, if you had a string of positives, there might be a negative coming. You may wish to sell out of your Bitcoin a little bit and trade. Mm -hmm. And so that's a part of the dynamic of the game that we've tried to bring into it. Yeah, it's exciting. So as soon as you buy some Bitcoin and then you turn over that card, or some reporter reads that card and it's bad news. Bad trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have bought. I should have sold. That's right. right? But you know, again, 65% are positives right yeah. and and the rest are negatives are those positive and negatives those cards mixed in together always 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 you just, just shuffle the deck okay shuffled shuffle i like that yeah. so it's so it's, you play a different game every time you play nice you know yeah i like it and okay. sometimes like one of the test plays that we played was sam and a couple of his buddies can i shout out to them with they sure. edgar, edgar and, and, wayne. and wayne they played with us shout out to you guys for helping we played with them, and Bitcoin was straight down for like the first seven news cards. It was oh. down to a hundred bucks, <laughs> and that's we got another. I got another advancement in the game out of that because 
I think Bitcoin might have gone to zero. I think or it, it was did. close, and it we did. had to decide. Can Bitcoin really go to zero? Because if it does, no one can trade anything. You got right. all this Bitcoin, worthless Bitcoin. Right. So we 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 built in. You can't go to zero. You right. Know, okay. Bitcoin's yeah. got to go to ten. And no, nothing, I like that. Doesn't go below ten. I like to hear that. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we all like that, considering some of the. That's what everyone goes all in when it goes to ten. Exactly. <laughs> so um, that's a real important component of the game is the exchange role in the game as a volunteer who keeps the price of Bitcoin up and down and follows it as the news cards are read. And that's a pretty important part of the game because the news cards kind of drive the price up and down. Nice. Yeah. This is a tribute to Bitcoin. I mean, this is a tribute. So what I'm trying to do is honor as much of Bitcoin and what it's meant to everybody. So yeah. like little things I'm trying to make sure that I figure out before I go to press with it is should I call it news cards or should I call it dev cards? Because some of those things, I don't want to be in a position where I'm giving too much credence to FUD and news that you know, we all don't like, we'd rather focus on the development of Bitcoin, make sure that the, the community is advancing Bitcoin to a degree where it's going to go up because of the, it's just badass. You know, exactly. Like, you know, exactly. rather than it's driven by news, we don't right. want that. Nobody wants that. Well, we also know that people that are trading, actively trading Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and who have been in it for a while, they're not responding to the FUD. They're not responding to the goofy news and Jamie Dimon says something. I mean, people that are just getting into it or people that are in the legacy system of finance who are, you know, buying Bitcoin futures or whatever, they are definitely being affected by any kind of FOMO or FUD that's out there. But us, I mean, honestly, really, when we hear somebody say something negative about Bitcoin or we see something negative happen and exchange goes down, somebody gets ripped off because they weren't smart. Somebody rips somebody off because they were smarter than somebody else. We don't think anything about that at all. We're just, we're just hodling, <laughs> right? It's a, we know to hold because it's a bull market. In a bull market, that's what you do. And one of the mysteries of the Bitcoin market, at least if you, if you look back several years, is how uh, you know, often there would be times when a piece of news would come out, which everyone would assume would cause the price to go down, and it had no effect at all. Or right. The price went up, and, right. and vice versa. And so there's, yeah, that's fun know, to sometimes see. Sometimes there are these sort of random events like that. Yep, yep, nice. Okay, so on the board, again, we have after we passed fiat and we got to FOMO. Yeah, So what's you said Fo that. What is FOMO now on this board? So that is a really essentially a risk reward space so FOMO obviously we all know fear of missing out so you roll the die and if you roll the die and roll a one two or three unfortunately you're gonna be on the wrong side of your next roll and on your next roll if you roll you lose ten times the amount of Bitcoin that you roll so if you roll a two you're losing 20 Bitcoin but on mm. the other hand if you roll a four five or six that your next roll you're going up Bitcoin so it's it's really a truly a risk reward space designed to, if you're a betting man, you know, if you want to take a chance, you can go up. I mean, I played the game yesterday with my son, and my son got the phone. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Rolls a four. Rolls a six. He's up 60 Bitcoin Ooh. because he decided to take his gamble on FOMO. Wow. So, yeah, you can gamble or you can just hold or huddle, right? You can play it safe. I think when I played with you guys, I played it pretty, played safe. It pretty safe. played it pretty conservatively, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you won. I won the you game. You did win. <laughs> you did win. So, That's absolutely right. So let's keep moving on around the B. So next we go up there. We go back to news. We go to mine. To mine. Yeah, you hit that one. You've mined. You're a miner. You mine Bitcoin. You're going to add either 10 or 20 Bitcoin, depending on your role. Okay. So that's a good square. The next square is another HODL square. In the new version, it says, to the moon. To the moon. Add 10 Bitcoin. So nice. Again, as many references <laughs> as I can that yeah. will make, you know, like, I want the reaction to people who play it for the first time to be exactly your reaction you just had. Yeah. You know, when they see it, it may, it's a memory. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it, and it wouldn't be a true Bitcoin game if it didn't have copious references to memes. You know. Yes. It's right. <laughs> Lambo to the moon. That's right. Absolutely essential. That's right. Absolutely exactly. essential. Exactly. Nice, nice. So then moving up there, we have another, right after mind, we have another HODL. Yeah. And then we go back to Fiat. That's right. And then what is this square? That's a buy or sell square. Buy or it's sell. A, it's sort of a resting place. There's okay. a lot going on in this game where you could go down or up. So there's several spaces like you might find in other board games where you might just take a deep breath. There's nothing going on, so you just sort of rest. But when it comes around to the reporter role and the reporter's going to read that news card, mm -hmm. you have an opportunity to buy or sell your Bitcoin. 
Okay, nice. And then we're back to after that another next, FOMO. Another FOMO, then hacked, then yeah, another buy that's or a bad sell. One. That hacked one. We got to stop on that hacked one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. Okay, hacked. Yeah. Tell me about the hacked one there. Well, I think the hacked square is one of my favorite squares. It's <laughs> the only, uh, there's only one in the whole board. So, you know, it's, it's not that likely that you will land on it often. I tried to make the hacked square appropriate for the same percentage chance we all have of getting hacked. It's pretty minor. It could happen. We all, but doesn't. We've heard stories. Yeah. Um, but there's one hack square, so that's there's like 24 squares, I think, on the board. So there's one square devoted to, uh-oh. But if you roll a 1, 2, or 3, you're going to lose 25 Bitcoin. And if you roll a 4, 5, or 6, you're going to get hacked and lose 50 Bitcoin. Woo! That's brutal. And actually, uh, Scooter and I were, were just discussing earlier a potential variation to the hack space where we introduce a new element with that has to do with how you store your Bitcoin. So if you are keeping it on an exchange, for example, or if you're keeping mm. it uh, in a hardware wallet or in, let's say, ultra cold storage like right. the Glacier, Glacier Protocol, right. that might affect you know how hacked affects you. So maybe if you're using the Glacier Protocol, you're totally immune, but That's that right. might cause issues in some other way. Whereas if you're on an exchange, you might get wiped out. Nice. This is a possibility. It's nice. Not nice. In the game yet, but... It just made me think of, for some reason, like I know there are guys out there that have gotten a lot of trouble. You know, with their wives, they they mortgage the house and then the, they mortgage the house <laughs> yeah. and then the price crashed. Some bad stories. Or the guys. I mean, imagine that you're dating this girl and you're in, totally in love with her, and you start getting into Bitcoin, and you've got your stash, your paper wallet. You know, you're doing it together, and then the relationship goes bad. You know, divorce. Well, Bitcoin divorce. Bitcoin divorce. Very... So you either break it up with your girlfriend or Bitcoin divorce. But then you know, you go to your stash after she's moved out and everything. It's like everything's gone. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. such a frightening thought. So I, I only mentioned that because it just came to my mind, like how many different ways could you get hacked? It's like we should write the song that there must be 50 ways to lose your Bitcoin. There must be 50 ways to <laughs> phone, lose your Bitcoin. Phone porting is a big one right now. <laughs> what? Got to be careful about phone porting. Have you, have you heard about this? Yes, I have heard of phone porting. And, you know, it's pretty scary. That just means don't rely too heavily on your phone for two-factor. The other thing I have to just say to anybody that's getting ready to set up an account with an exchange is don't use your email address. Don't use an email address that you've ever used before. Go set up a new Gmail, you know, DaveXY552 at gmail.com. Use that when you go to open an account with an exchange or to do anything online. Do not use your email that everybody knows. And the reason I know not to do that is because over the past two months I've been thoroughly hacked and all the little exchanges i had little bits of bitcoin and cryptocurrencies on i've been locked out of those accounts have been frozen and it's been held to get back in and some instances i have not gotten back in but that's definitely a little aside we've definitely slipped away from the bitcoin game although that's in the in the subject of hacked that's an important piece of the puzzle here for this game so after hacked on the board you've got another buy sell yeah yeah cool another unexpected news This episode of Bitcoins and Gravy is brought to you by our good friends at MoonshineBootWax.com. Made by hand in small batches right here in East Nashville, Tennessee, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is the original, all-natural, non-toxic boot wax with a scent of orange. Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is a proprietary blend of American beeswax and other fine, all-natural ingredients. It's specially formulated to feed and protect your leather while also offering an excellent long-lasting shine. Whether it's your cowboy boots, your expensive wing tips, or your wife's favorite pumps, Moonshine Boot Wax is a must-have for gentlemen who care about their appearance. Moonshine Boot Wax is proud to partner with Community Food Advocates, a nonprofit organization working to end hunger by creating a healthy, just, and sustainable food system. Together with Community Food Advocates, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is making a positive difference in the Nashville community, one shine at a time. You can buy your very own four ounce tin today by going to moonshinebootwax.com. And best of all, you can pay using Bitcoin. So normally, as I said, the news is read at a point where the reporter has taken their turn and there's this opportunity to do buy and selling and then the news gets read. You got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Well, there are a couple of places on the board where the news gets read unexpectedly. Okay. You know, you don't have an opportunity to buy or sell. You just deal with it. It right, comes right. out. So, nice. Um, though that's that's what those two squares, the new squares are on the board. Actually, there's three. 
Then the next one that is a new one, you know, FUD. We all know what FUD is. So there's a FUD square, and mm-hmm. that's not a good square. You don't want to be on that square. No, that's, um, listeners, that's fear, uncertainty, doubt. We call it FUD. Yeah, and then the final square that's new to us making our way around this board is fork. Fork. I do have a part of the game that is a fork square that when a person lands on that square, a new cryptocurrency is forked into the game. Okay, yeah, I like that. So That was fun. Yeah, we did that. We had we that happen that. where yep. um, what happens is when you come around to that particular square, someone lands on it, whoever lands on it, the forked coin you can create whatever you want. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be Bitcoin Cash, which is what happened in real life. It can be if you want to play it that way. But right. we've created some flexibility so that when it does fork, you can fork it to name the coin. You know, your, you can do whatever. Coin. John coin, right. John coin. We nice. actually invented dinghy coin when we nice. played one night. I'm not sure I want to know what that is. Well, it's the name of our Bitcoin <laughs> group that we have four of us. Oh, cool. We originally named it the Bitcoin Yacht Club. Oh, got but it. But <laughs> after the big downturn, we had to find a new boat, man. It was... No yacht yet. That's freaking hilarious. You know, I have to give a shout out here, and I, I have one around here somewhere. I don't know where it is. I actually have a Bitcoin fork that you pull apart, and it's a pen. It says Bitcoin on it, and it's silver. It's really just a pen. This was made by, produced by, and, and distributed by Rob Mitchell, who we have to give a shout out. Rob Mitchell is one of the podcasters on the Let's Talk Bitcoin podcast network owned by BTC Media here in Nashville. Rob Mitchell has the podcast entitled The Bitcoin Game. And if you've heard Rob's show, it's a fantastic show. He's been doing it for a number of years now. But the graphics for the game are fantastic because it looks like these guys sitting around playing a Bitcoin board game. It looks exactly like what you'd see on the box that you'd buy Milton Bradley style, right? Life or Monopoly or whatever. So somehow... Rob Mitchell has conjured up this idea and it went out into the stratosphere and it went over to Scooter and Scooter went in Scooter's head and he said, you know what, I'm going to make a Bitcoin board game. Or maybe Scooter listened to the Bitcoin game, the podcast, Rob Mitchell's podcast one time. I have no idea. But anyway, had to give that shout out to Rob Mitchell. Rob, we are not trying to grab any of your glory here. (laughs) We are going to play the Bitcoin game here in just a minute. We've got a few minutes left in the podcast. And Rob, all I can say is wish you were here, man. Yeah. Maybe I'll get to talk, meet him or talk to him someday. Absolutely, Scooter's yeah. Scooter's definitely going to have to take the Bitcoin board game onto the Bitcoin game. Absolutely, man. Rob, okay, you're going to be next. So this is the first iteration of this round. Scooter's put a ton of time into this. If you see everything he's got, he's got a whole folder with notes and all kinds of things. So it's still in development. But I would say, yes, let's do that when the final thing comes out and it's printed and it looks gorgeous and it's glossy. Let's have a big Bitcoin game party, and we definitely have to do that on uh, Rob's show. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd okay, fun. so what... I can't wait to meet a lot more people. Yeah, in the Bitcoin world. Mm. Yeah, some great folks, man. Yeah. So what should we do, guys? Should we play yeah, around? I mean, we're not going to we're not going to play forty five minutes, obviously, no. but we could play. You know, we could play for ten minutes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's give people it. an idea. Right. You guys have to help me. I'm kind of a dumb dumb when it comes I'll to board it. games. Right. You so learned that last time, there's right? There's three volunteers that are required for the game, and the minimum amount of players that really can play the game effectively is two. We could have one person have two roles, but it's better when there's three or more. Better when there's so, three or more. What's the maximum number of people that can six. play the game? Six? Okay, six that's cool. Probably, it gets beyond the ability to get around the board and enjoy it. So what is this paper? Wallet, name, right, fiat so currency? As I've tried to do with so much of what I've tried to develop here is I've tried to make it as close to life as possible. So the game clearly should not have any paper currency like Monopoly because Bitcoin has no paper currency. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I've created wallets and you track the amount of Bitcoin you have, the amount of fiat you have, and the amount of fork coin, if necessary, on a wallet right here. And the game that I'm developing, it'll become a dry erase board. Okay. So nice. you'll be able just to wipe it off and keep track. What we're using now for test play is we write it down in a pencil and we cross it off, as you remember, when we played the game. And it yeah. was fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know? It works great. But the real game will have dry erase boards. Scooter, do you want to mention nice. what, we've, uh, what you, you talked about earlier about the app? Oh, yeah. and it, This is a product of you know, people supporting me. If, if, yeah. if I could get a lot of support for this, then a lot of people I talked to, Sam and other people that I've talked about this, believe that it might be cool to have an app because in the game we play now, you, as you know, you track, the exchange volunteer tracks the price of Bitcoin, then you ask, what is it? And, you know, you got to do your own calculations mm-hmm. on what the value is in your wallet. If you've got 80 Bitcoin and the current exchange price is 600, and you got 48,000. Well, if there was an app, 
and you mm. connected to the exchange volunteer yeah and the minute he updated it everybody's wallet updated and you didn't have to do some of that math that'd be Dude, pretty cool that'd be really cool nice hey, yeah i wonder are there board games out there right now that are using apps is there even one out there i would i would that guess a good that question I, I think there probably must be at this right point. and if there isn't yeah. after this show everybody will be <laughs> scrambling to add their absolutely right and I should say, well, as we're getting ready here, uh, you know, I'm, I enjoy a good board game or two here. And yeah, there, and me too. This game it plays well, even yeah. besides the Bitcoin element to it. It just plays well as a board game. Yep, you know? I agree. I so, agree. Yeah, I think even people who are not, you know, sort of Bitcoin fanatics will really enjoy it. And so far, that's apparently been the case. You know, I've, I've gone out to try to give it to a couple people to test play that don't have me in the room. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because yeah. they're going to have to look at the instructions and read them and not have any help from me. And yeah. That's provided some good feedback, you know, so I have to do more of that. Nice. You know, because I bring a certain amount of energy to the game and people might be afraid to hurt my feelings. But if I get complete strangers playing without me around and they find the holes and and they give me the feedback of, you know, how the directions don't make any sense or they can be better. That's when I know that it's ready to go. Yep. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. um, All right. So, yeah, we could play a few rounds. So let's. Yeah. Let's get a few pieces out here. All right, so crack some beers. This is another my 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 brother, my youngest brother. Hey, uh, my youngest you brother is quite a board game dude too, and he commented at one of the times we were playing with my parents and my twelve-year-old that to buy and sell it was nauseating. It was like watching paint dry. People would take, do I want to buy or do I want to <laughs> sell? It took like five minutes to do. Yeah, it. so. We came up with how do we solve that problem? Well, let's just make a one-minute trading window and use an hourglass. I like it, man. You know, and just like we've all done, sometimes the trades don't go through. Sometimes you want to buy Bitcoin or you don't get it, or it's, sometimes the trade doesn't go through for whatever reason. Coinbase screwed up, or yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. So the hourglass gives you a minute, and if it's not done, pencil down. You, the trade didn't go through, man. Yeah, when I first played, I thought that that minute timer that's going to be too long. No one needs a minute to make that decision. But when you're there playing the game, you're like. Man, I need five minutes. Yeah. I need to go consult. I need to yeah. take a little nap and get a bite to eat and come back, <laughs> figure out what I'm going to do here. Right. You know? It's important stuff. It's important stuff. Okay, you only got a minute, buddy. Okay, yeah. let's do it, man. All right, so roll. All right, go ahead, Sam. All righty. A six. 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 Right. Woo. Two, three, four, five, six. Fiat. fiat. All right, fiat is you haven't bought anything, so you have enough fiat to go ahead and roll the dice again. Otherwise, if you didn't have at least 10000 in cash, you were... You're in trouble. You so were losing 50 again. Bitcoin. You're rolling again. Five. Sam. Two, three, four, five. No, you're, you're actually, you're there. And what it's saying is your blockchain investments have paid off. You gained 20,000. Congratulations. Nice. You're already nice, up to man. 70K. <laughs> that's a big, hey, hey, this isn't that's fair. That's a big space. You I'm and I are host. still sitting on 50. It's my show. I want to win here. Hey, what do you start with? That's one thing I need you, to ask. Oh, sorry. So. We've we've started with fifty thousand dollars okay. in fiat. Uh-huh. So fifty thousand fiat. The exchange uh, rate on Bitcoin, the price is five hundred bucks. That's mm-hmm. where it's starting. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes from there. Nice. Do you start with any Bitcoin? No. Okay. Got to buy the Bitcoin. Got to buy the Bitcoin. So five hundred is the price of Bitcoin for this game. Would that change in the future with other iterations of the game? Would you that know change what? to five thousand? What now? The, the value of Bitcoin fluctuates wildly depending on. The, the news. news. Oh right, that's right. But your point is a good. Your question is a good one. Yeah. You can start at any level. You right. can start at ten bucks. So you can start your own game. You could set that. You could even the, with the app. You could still set that. You could do any. This is the flexibility around this. It's suggested that you play to a two hundred thousand dollar fiat amount. That's uh-huh. the winner. Right, right. You could play to half a million. Right, could, whatever you want. My kids. One of my kids had to do homework last night. They wanted to play the game, so we played to one hundred fifty thousand. Took us twenty five minutes. Nice. So. The flexibility is there with both the number of players, what size wallet you want to be in as a winner, and then what to start the price of, of Bitcoin at. Nice. Yeah. Cool, man. Okay, is it my turn? It's your turn. Nice. Here we Roll go. Die. Come on, Snake so, Eye. Hey, but you're the miner volunteer, so every time it gets to the miner's turn, we each get 10 Bitcoin. Oh, really? Everybody gets 10 Bitcoin. Oh, cool. Who's, who gets to read those fun things, though? I'm the reporter. You're the reporter? Oh, coming man. back to me. Look, I was a reporter last time, so I guess it's okay. Okay. It's just one dice in this game. One die. Yeah, one Is die. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Two. Two. All right. You're on Fiat as well. You get to roll again. Okay. Here we here go. Here we go. Don't get a one, two, or three. Here That's bad go. news. Sorry. I got a two. 
Oh, John, you're killing me. Taxes due from trading profits. This lose is 10,000 fiat. BS, man. This is BS. John, you're down. I don't like this we game. We haven't even had an opportunity to buy or sell, and you're, oh my you're gosh. at 40,000. I'm feeling stressed Sam's on my own 70. show. <laughs> oh my All right, here we God. go. I, I do my roll. Three. Three. Hodel, saving for a Lambo. Add 10 Bitcoin. <laughs> if I ever see you driving a Lambo, I'm going to grab you and pull you out of the damn thing. I'm with you. And slap I'm you with you. All right, hold on. So Sam is on oh, Fiat. No, right? No, I'm on. Hold on. No, you were here. One, you were on Fiat, no, and you rolled. Oh, yeah, rolled and so you are on a green space. You have the opportunity to buy. You got 70000 in Fiat. John, you're at forty. You were on Fiat as well. You can buy some Bitcoin. And I am on. Um, yeah, I want to buy ten thousand. Okay, you want to buy ten thousand to five hundred. So you're buying twenty bitcoin. It works. All right, that means you got thirty thousand fiat left. How about you, Sam? Well, I think I've got uh, seventy thousand fiat dollars. So I think I'm going to buy fifty thousand dollars worth of bitcoin. Woo! That's a hundred bitcoin. Hundred bitcoin. Woo! Yeah. All right. Nice Man. even round number there. Yeah. All right. So we have we have <laughs> turned reality. <laughs> right. We have turned the hourglass over. So everybody, John, you made your purchase. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. Sam, you good? All good. Cool. All right, here we go. Okay, here comes the card. Denied. SCC denies Winklevoss ETF. Oh. Bitcoin is down 150 bucks. Oh man. Bitcoin's now at 350. So for all of us who bought Bitcoin, and then Sam, you bought it in a big way. <laughs> you're, man. You're down right reality. now. <laughs> all man. right, Sam, your turn. The right. damn SEC, man. One. FOMO. FOMO. So this is. Sam, this is a risk-reward space. You don't have to do this, but if you do and you roll a 1, 2, or 3, your Bitcoin's going down. If you roll a 4, 5, or 6, it's going up. So this is a chance. This is a 50-50. A great man once said, you only live once, so let's go for it. (laughs) That was John, wasn't it? Did John say that? (laughs) I think I did say that once. Yeah, I said it once. I think I may have, yes. Oh, man. All right, time to roll again. All right, so how much am I going to lose? Let's find out. For three. every die number, so one through six, you lose ten bitcoin. So you rolled a three, you're down thirty bitcoin. So seventy bitcoin, huh? Yeah, you had one hundred and ten because you mined ten. So you had one hundred. So oh, now you're so, down to so eighty. Eighty. Yeah. You're down to eighty bitcoin. Man, is my roll? At you're down at eighty bitcoin at three fifty because bitcoin's <laughs> down. Okay, I am... I'll take it. I'll, I'll Seriously, exactly. Where am I? Which, one, which one's mine? You're on fiat. Right here we go. One. <laughs> FOMO. You're on FOMO, too. Do you want to do it? Let me think here. So I have the choice of taking the risk-reward. Either going down or up Bitcoin because of the roll. One, two, or three down, four, five, or six up. Gotcha. You're going to do it. I'm going to do it, yeah. Uh, Good man. So I want to see anything over three, right? You do. Okay, here we go. Two! You roll again, John. This This is the part that you don't want to see a high number. This is where I want to see a low number. You want to see a one, not a. Okay, you're a down three. thirty bitcoin. Ooh, it's still brutal, man. Both sweating here. Woo! You're down to zero bitcoin because you bought twenty bitcoin. You mined ten. Now we mined again. We all got another ten bitcoin because it so got I'm, to your turn. So I got ten bitcoins. You're, you're ten left. Okay, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. All right, my turn. You guys are lucky. We're not playing the Six. whole. Six. 45 minutes, or I'll kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Hodel. I'm holding. Yep. All right, so I'm on a hodl space. John, you're on a hodl space. Everybody's on white, so we don't have to worry about buying or selling. We we don't have the chance to do that, so we just get to read a news card. Okay. Here you go. Cool. CME and CBOE launch futures. Chicago Mercantile Exchange and Chicago Board of Exchange announced Bitcoin futures. Bitcoin up 300. Yeah. Yeah. I now like we're that. Up. We were four fifty. Now we're seven fifty. I love it. Now you're now Sam. You're back in the game. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, even despite losing thirty. You know, we'll take 70. <laughs> All right, you're nice, up. Nice, nice. You're up, Sam. Four. Okay. You're on hodl. Add ten Bitcoin. Oh great. So okay. Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. Ninety times seven fifty. Nice. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Three. One, two, three. I'm on mind. All right. All right. I'm up. One. One. Fiat. Okay. Yeah, I have at least 10,000 in fiat, so I get to roll. Beautiful. Six. Six. (laughs) 
Lost cold wallet reappears. Gain twenty thousand. What? Yeah. Oh man. (laughs) Twenty thousand fiat. All right. So I'm on green. I can buy. Sam is on blue. He can sell if he wants to. He's got a big position. And then uh, I'm on blue. You're stuck. That's me on mine. Oh, you're stuck. We all buy if you're on this side. Is that no? You what? It's it's the color. Yeah. So green, you buy. Blue, these two, you can do either. Okay. Well, I'm not selling, that's for sure. You're not selling, that's no. right. So I can buy. I'm I'm going all in except for 10. So I'm up to about 160 Bitcoin at 750. So I'm getting close. Yeah, you are. Is, yeah. Whose role is it? That was my role. That's what I've done. We've turned over the hourglass. We're okay. ready to go for the news. Okay, let's hear it. All right, so let me, let me read a news card here. BIP91, a.k.a. Segregated Witness, is activated. Yeah. Sets stage for doubling of block size. Bitcoin up 50. Yeah. Nice. All right, here we go. So now we're up to 800 on Bitcoin. Nice. I'm loving it. Who's roll, Sam? I guess it's mine. I think it's yours. Hopefully I don't land on hacked. One. <laughs> All right. Fiat. What the hell do you do on Fiat? He rolls the dice. It's a one, one. again. Now, what does that mean, Scott? Get a one. Unexpected personal expenses. You're down 10k fiat. So I'm down to ten thousand dollars. You are now, Scott. Oh, yeah. What would have happened if I hadn't been Ooh. able to cover that that money? Yeah, you would have been in a worse position because you would have lost fifty bitcoin if you didn't have enough fiat to cover that. Okay. Mm, mm. That would have been bad. Man, <laughs> that's that why you got bad. some fiat. Huh? You got to hold some fiat. Yeah. Little right. dry powder never hurts anybody. That's right. That's right. Okay, here we go. I'm rolling. Five. Five. Where am I here? Mine. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, gosh. What? What does this mean? What's going on? John. What happens now? You got to roll again. I got to roll again? You don't want a four, five, or six. Either way, you're losing some Bitcoin. Someone has found your wallet. But 25 Bitcoin, you're down if you roll one, two, or three. 50 if you roll a four, five, or six. Oh, my gosh. How much Bitcoin do you have on your wallet there? I've got... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you got about 70 Bitcoin there you've written down there on your wallet. I've got about 70 Bitcoin, I think. You could lose a lot of it. Shit, I hope not. Let's go. Here we go. I rolled nice. a one. 25 Bitcoin. That yeah. Hurts, but it's not bad. It's not 50. It's not 50. What oh, my gosh. Enough, yeah, I think that was great. Yeah. Yeah. That was so like the only two- thing we didn't hit was like the FUD space where you're down some and the fork space where if we hit the fork space, we're forking in another coin. Nice, man. That's a, that's a, that's a pretty good little window into playing bitcoin on the board game i think that was fantastic so i look forward to playing this again i would love to play it at another bitcoins and beer event or we could have it would be cool to have a night where now you only have this one board right now is that right yeah but i could make it yeah it'd be cool to have like three or four boards and just have you know a bunch of people playing the bitcoin game and then they can uh, you know you can ask them questions afterwards they can comment afterwards and you know maybe have some beer there scooter how can people find you if they want to find out more about the game or if they want to contribute in some way to furthering of bitcoin the board game so scooter oshi is my twitter handle and that's you can find that either by typing in scooter oshi or bitcoin the board game and you'll get me on twitter or bitcoin the board game.com or bitcoin the board game at gmail.com Nice. Those all three you can get. You can find me. Easy enough. Easy enough. And Sam, uh, can people find you out there? Well, want, Sam wants to wait until he's has a little more progress with his development. I think d- development. I'll, I'll come back in the show. We'll have a, a website and a, a okay. Twitter and a Reddit account ready to go. So okay. Until then, we'll, I'll stay be- below the uh, below the surface. Sounds good, <laughs> listeners. You have just played along with us. Bitcoin, the board game being developed here by Scooter. That's the name he's going to go by right now until the game actually comes out. If you have any ideas for Scooter, definitely hit him up on Twitter or email him. And Scooter, look forward to playing this game when it actually comes out someday. How long do you think, really, realistically, what are we looking at till this game is actually being produced and in a box and we can hand it to people or sell it to people or give it to people? So the next step is getting the quote back from some game manufacturers. That's what I've done right now i've put all the components of the game into an rfp that i've sent out to people and they're giving give me quotes once i get the quote back then i know what i can realistically sort of set the price of the game at i see you're gonna do crowdfunding oh yeah 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 okay how are you gonna do that we are very close probably what i'll do honestly is i'll probably create a kickstarter campaign or an indiegogo campaign Mm -hmm. but what i'd love to do and i'm not sure if this is possible as i'd like to get on reddit or i'd like to get on somewhere yeah. and reach out to people and let them know that i'd like to enter into a conversation of 
things they think could make the game better, but that yeah. at some point reach out and ask for Bitcoiners who are graphic designers. I yeah. mean, you and I talked about it. Yeah. The game is pretty cool looking, but if a expert graphic designer got their hands on it, that's right. On the box, yeah. On the board itself, that's important. They yeah. could kick it up. I think so too. I mean, this is my homemade version. Let's be honest. Yeah, you and know? it's pretty cool. I yeah, mean, it does look pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. But but coloring schemes like I've read, you know, I'm trying. This is my first rodeo with game development. Yeah. So I've read that little stuff in Illustrator that making things with different hues and things like that work. I'm not there, man. So No, that's hard work. Yeah. I would love to get enough support financially that I could hire a Bitcoiner who's a graphic artist. I could hire a Bitcoin guy who's a social media guy and yep. they could help me make this thing, you know, much more public and, and get it out to more people so that people know about it. Yeah, absolutely. I have no doubt that I don't know, man. It feels to me like less than a year we're gonna be I'm gonna be holding one of those boxes at Christmas yeah. and opening it up and you know, but I want one that's sealed in plastic that I'm never gonna open. You know, one of the original ones. Well, I think there's a good chance that Bitcoin the board game could replace Monopoly. Oh yes. Run. I mean, you know, think about it. Absolutely. Are, are subsequent generations gonna even understand Monopoly with that silly, you know, paper fiat money? Absolutely. You know what I gotta say a word about that's a good point, Sam. I gotta say a word about Monopoly. When you think about it, you know, my grandmother had a Monopoly board with these little shoes and little pieces that were made of lead you know this is this was a really old game this is a game that warren buffett played when he was a wee child you know and what has it really done how has monopoly really helped if you stop and think about what people are trying to do they're trying to monopolize things that's not really the best model for you know for a free market society by any stretch of the imagination and you know what else does it do well this game is fun I play with my nieces and nephews. We start to get pretty aggressive. Yeah. I own that. I own more than you. Yeah. You're a chump. Look at yeah. me. I'm sitting up here with Park Place, yeah. and I got. And every time you land on that, you're suffering. I'm making you suffer. I mean, it's a, it's a cruel game. And I think you know, though there are so many people in this world that are in banking and in business that grew up playing Monopoly. Go figure. That's why we're in the situation we're in. So we need this game, the Bitcoin board game. Hey, you know what's a good thing? For everybody, it'll never be Monopoly, and here's why. Because just like Bitcoin, it's limited. Nice. I'm not just printing games to print games ah, nice. forever. Nice. There is going to be a limited amount of this. This is a limited edition game. Nice, man. So <laughs> once I start printing it, it's going to stop at some point, and it'll never get over the number of Bitcoin in this world. Nice, which man. Which is 21 million. I don't have any illusions of grandeur on selling that many games, but um, it'll be a, a million. Hey. Yeah, and it'll and I'm doing the same thing you're going to do. I'm the founder of the thing, but I'm going to have one in plastic that I'm never going to play, and I'm going to have one I'm going to play. Yeah, man, nice. All right, guys. Hey, thanks a million for coming out today to the Treehouse Studio. And guys, I hope once again to be playing the Bitcoin game at either our Bit Lunch, which is once a month over there at Salsa in the Gulch, or at the Village Pub on Tuesday evenings ongoing from now until the end of time. 7 to 10, the Village Pub, Bitcoins and Beer. Don't forget that, guys. Uh, Sam and Scooter, thanks a million. Sam, final words? Thanks, John. It was great to be here, and yeah, look forward to next time. Yes, sir. Scooter, final words? Uh, you're the man. Thank you. You're the man. Hey, love you guys. Thanks. Thank you. Love See you, you guys. Man. Bye. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so let's keep, let's keep playing this thing. Let me yeah. roll one more time here, man. Right. Roll this bad boy here. Here, put that up, and I'll... Number five, big five. Where am I on? Yeah, I'm on hack. Hey, you're a miner. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you got to tell us we get our 10 Bitcoin. Five. Buy, sell. Buy or sell. Buy or sell. You're good. I want to buy a little more. Well, you got to wait till the hourglass, the trading window. Oh, that's right. So five. I'd like to thank my guests on today's show, Scooter and Sam. Guys, thanks a million for stopping by the Treehouse Studio here in Nashville to play the Bitcoin board game with me. I'm not kidding when I say that this is my new favorite game, and I'm thrilled to have been one of the first dozen or so people to get to test it and to live it. Scooter, everything you're doing as a game developer is spot on in my opinion, and it's only a matter of time, I'm certain, before a lot of people will be recycling their old Monopoly boards in exchange for a better board game a more honest board game, and one that's frankly a lot more fun to play. Scooter and Sam, thanks again for being on the show, my brothers in crypto. 
And finally, I'd like to thank my loyal listeners. That's you for tuning in and for giving me your thoughtful feedback about the show. Your comments in the show notes are always appreciated, as are the tips that you send to my Bitcoin wallet. Signing off now from Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin blockchain epicenter of the South, I'm John Barrett, the host of Bitcoins and Gravy, here each week with my trusty Siberian Husky Maxwell right by my side. Say goodbye, Maxwell. (laughs) Until next week, friends, remember that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men and women to do nothing. So do something, y'all, and be proud of it. Oh, and don't forget, when that Bitcoin board game comes out, go buy one. You'll be happy you did. It's a great game. Thanks again, Scooter and Sam. Now climb aboard, y'all. This train is bound for glory. And there's plenty of room for all. Well, Satoshi Nakamoto, that's a name I love to say. And we don't know much about him, but he came to save the day. When he wrote about the way things are and the way things are to be, he gave us all a protocol this world had never seen. A Bitcoin, as you're going into the old blockchain. A Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain, going to rain. Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your name. told about the death of old Mount Gox, about traders trading altar coins and miners mining blocks. But them good old boys back in Illinois and on down through Tennessee, see they don't care to be a millionaire, they're just wanting to be free. A Bitcoin as you're going into the old blockchain. A Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain, going to rain, till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your name. A promise to deliver us from age-old tyranny A Bitcoin as you're going into the old blockchain A Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain, going to rain Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your name Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your Give me some exposure Everybody knows your name, sing it Oh Lord, pass me some more Oh, Lord, before I have to go Oh, Lord, pass me some more Oh, Lord, before I have to go I want to shift the conversation slightly because I think it's wrong to think about cryptocurrencies displacing fiat or measuring cryptocurrencies against the fiat they displace. That, I think, is not the right way to look at it any more than we would look at the Internet and say, well, how many phone lines and fax machines has the Internet displaced? Well, it hasn't really displaced them. What it did was it rendered the entire paradigm obsolete and made the very measurement of internet in terms of phone lines and facts ludicrous and irrelevant. And so the question is, 
when do we start measuring Bitcoin, not in terms of it being worth $450, but in terms of one Bitcoin being worth one Bitcoin, and in terms of Bitcoin not displacing economic activity in fiat, but essentially enabling completely new models of economic activity that have nothing to do with the old paradigm and cannot even be measured in terms of the old paradigm. We're currently measuring cryptocurrencies in terms of the old paradigm because that's the context we have. And and that's a bit like saying that the total value of the internet is the number of the users times how much they're paying for their DSL and cable modem connections, or how many bricks and mortar stores it's replaced. And again, that's completely missing the point. It enables entirely new ways of communicating. Well, Bitcoin enables entirely new ways of economic transactions and economic activity. So from that perspective, I think it's wrong to look at whether a nation or a significant percentage of population have adopted Bitcoin. Let's look more at the possibility of having the first transnational community of economic activity on the internet that is independent of nation states and that exhibits elements of sovereignty through financial purchasing power on its own without the use of a sovereign currency. Uh, so that is far more interesting to me because it completely renders the old paradigm irrelevant and makes it unnecessary to measure ourselves by those metrics. I think one of the key things we're going to see is Bitcoin affecting some of the core capabilities within the internet. For example, monetizing and rewarding the creation of content, as well as building and paying for infrastructure for internet connectivity by making that infrastructure productive in terms of economic activity because it now carries a currency over it. The other big milestones for me are the ability to disrupt the remittances market, enabling the transnational flows of currency from migrant workers to their home countries and families, which can have a very, very significant and immediate impact on poverty around the world, because that's one of the most exploitative markets in financial services. And the third one is enabling um, essentially uh, cryptocurrency IPOs where companies anywhere in the world can make public offerings of crypto stocks available to investors anywhere in the world without any barriers to entry and creating completely new economic activity by allowing for direct investment. So peer-to-peer -peer payments, peer-to-peer -peer remittances, peer-to-peer -peer crowdfunding as some of the first three major milestones for cryptocurrencies. Oh, good boy.